Hey guys, this is MW USA, and this is episode 50. Can you believe it? We made it to episode 50 in less than two months. And uh, today's discussion is going to be on the Blazing Sevens side bet. And uh, what the Blazing Sevens side bet is, depending on how many sevens you have in either your first two cards and the dealer's up card or your first three cards that you get dealt, you get paid on a certain pay structure. So um, the best thing that you could have would be three suited sevens or three seven of diamonds, depending on the pay structure. So let's just discuss this for a moment. Um, there are two different pay tables um, generally, and um, both of them have jackpots involved. And it's hard to calculate what the return is for the house until you understand the entire pay structure. So uh, the first pay structure, um, both pay structures actually have um, a two-to-one return for having one seven. So you're dealt your hand, and uh, you dealt seven five, and the dealer has a three. That's one seven. Or you have seven five five, so you have one seven. And uh, so that's going to pay you two-to-one. So what are the odds of having one seven? Uh, odds of having a seven with one card is one in 13 and you duplicate that three times. So technically it's one in 13 and it pays two to one. The odds of having two sevens, um, is going to be one in 13 times one in 13. Uh, although you have two chances to hit that second 13. So I, I believe that's still going to be one in 13 times one in 13. Um, so like 169 to one, and that pays 25 to one in both versions. And then three sevens, which is, um, going to pay you 200 to one. Now this is where uh, it changes. Some of them, some tables have three colored sevens as 500 to one, and others have three colored sevens as 10% of the jackpots. And then, uh, some have three suited sevens as 10% of the jackpot, where others have three suited sevens as 100% of the jackpot. And then finally, uh, on the second pay table that has three suited sevens as only 10%, you need three seven of diamonds for it to pay the full jackpot. So let's look at the exact probability of these things happening. The odds of you not having a seven in any of those three cards we discussed is about 85.2%. So 85.2% of the time, you're not gonna get anything. Uh, so that's about 17 and a half out of every 20 times, you're not gonna get, uh, actually it's 17 out of every 20 times, you're not gonna get anything. The odds of having one seven is about 14% and it returns two to one. The odds of having two sevens is about half a percent. So one in 200 and it returns 25 to one. The odds of having three sevens is uh, three hundredths of 1%, and that returns 200 to one. And the odds of having three colored sevens, that we're now, we're getting astronomical, it's six one thousandth of 1%, and then uh, three suited sevens is one thousandth of 1%. So, Obviously, um, 
it's very hard to get all these uh, big numbers. You're primarily going to be working on the smaller numbers, the 1727 payouts. But calculating the actual house advantage on this um, or the house um, hold on this is a little bit more difficult than other games because you have those jackpots that are going up. And once those jackpots get to a certain level, then it's worth it to play it because you're actually getting more than 100% return right off the top just for playing the side bet. Now, just because you have more than 100% return doesn't mean that you should play it. Because if you have 100% plus return and it takes you a million hands to realize that gain, you don't have time to play a million hands. So you need to think about that before you play it. But just as a mathematical exercise, let's talk about this. Um, so I'm just going to go by the first pay structure where three suited sevens is 100% and three colored sevens is 10% of the jackpot. Assuming that to play that side bet is a dollar, um, and of course they're putting, generally they're putting 1% of that dollar into that payout. The break even to play on dollar uh, jackpot where you put in a dollar is $23,722. So if it's over $23,722 for the 100% of the jackpot, then you're breaking even on the game. On a $5 game where you have to play $5 uh, to be in the jackpot, then it needs to be at five times that much or $118,610. So that's where the meters need to be for it to make sense technically for you to play it because if you play an infinite number of hands, um, you're actually ahead. Now, uh, as with blackjack, just because you're a 0.5 or a 0.2 advantage on the house doesn't mean that you're winning for the day. And same thing with this. Just because you're an advantage doesn't mean that you're going to win. The advantage is the return in EV over a lifetime of playing, an infinite number of hands of playing. So you have to continue to play. You can't just play one hand just because it's um, over 100% and expect to win or to make a profit on it just to be clear now <clears throat> assuming that we're talking about the other pay structure where you need three seven of diamonds to win the big jackpot now it gets uh, a little bit different here um, see it with the first pay structure they're only returning a 47.7 percent of your money if you're not hitting one of the jackpots with this other uh, version, they're returning about 51% because um, you're getting that 500 to 1 on colored 7s. Uh, so in order to break even on this version, uh, where you need the 3 7 of diamonds to get the big jackpot, on a $1, uh, you need $2,000 uh, in the jackpot, or on a $5, you need $10,000, I'm sorry, on a $1, you need $97,700 to break even. And on a $5 game, you need $488,800 to break even. So I threw out a ton of numbers, and I hope it's not too confusing. But the point is, in the long run, this game is a huge loser 
um, you're at about a 50% disadvantage. So if you're talking about a normal blackjack game played correctly, uh, without counting, you're at about a half percent disadvantage. So to make it a 50% disadvantage, this would be a thousand times worse. Is that right? So uh, 10 times would be 5%. No, it would be 100 times worse uh, to play this game than it would uh, a regular blackjack game. So uh, obviously this is not something that you want to play. But I, I've seen this game played so many different ways. Uh, there's another version where it pays on seven, six, seven, eight, and we can discuss that later on. But um, where you could get paid on seven, 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 or six, seven, eight, and then this version, the blazing sevens, is just on uh, three sevens. And I just wanted to review that with you and just kind of explain to you where the numbers come from and why it, it's not worth it to play this game. Uh, so I don't know if you want to do a side count of sevens. Seems like a real pain in the butt and probably finding this game on a double deck is probably going to be very rare. So it's probably going to be a side count of sevens and abandoning uh, the normal uh, count that you're doing, but it just doesn't seem, I guess you could do both, but it doesn't seem like it's really worth it uh, with only a 50% return. So uh, I'm going to let you go for now. Uh, I'm about to hit my first casino, and I'll be back with you to update you on what's going on. I just wanted to give um, credit where credit is due. Um, a lot of times uh, I don't mention where I got my information. If I don't mention a person's name specifically, it, it was probably Michael Shackelford, and I apologize for not having said that before, but definitely he is an amazing person, and I've read his uh, articles for years, even before I was an AP, just to understand how games work. Uh, he's definitely an amazing mathematician, and uh, really appreciate his work that he does uh, in helping us with our games and understanding our games and how to play uh, different versions of different games. So, uh, Michael Shackford, thank you. And uh, anytime I haven't really mentioned uh, who authored that information, it was probably Michael Shackelford, and I should have mentioned that before. All right, guys, I'm back uh, in and out of that spot, uh, plus $277 on machines. And uh, now we're going to move on and play some blackjack. Uh, but I just went around my normal rounds. Looked like someone was already there this morning, but they didn't see everything. And uh, half an hour, like I said, in and out. And uh, moving on, I'll update you here shortly on my next stop. All right, guys, I'm back with you. Um, I played slots for about 10 or 15 minutes and left ahead $35 on the slots. And then I went to a blackjack table and uh, didn't realize at first that it was a $100 table, but it was okay with me. Uh, I thought it was a $50. Uh, but started playing that and um, about 35 minutes into it, 40 minutes into it, um, I was plus 600. Um, I was spreading from, uh, today I got a chance to spread from 100 to 400 only. Um, but, um, and my low was minus 1600, my high was 600, but what happened was on the last shoe that I was there, the count immediately went to a 17 plus 17 and, um, I, uh, I'd raised my bet, um, from a hundred to 200 to 300 to 400. And then I got an emergency call from work 
one of those things where you can't not take it. So um, I had to take it. I had to um, abandon the shoe. It's sitting there right now, uh, but I'm on hold um, on the on my teams at work here for a meeting that's about to start regarding a major issue. So unless I can get back down there in the next 20 minutes, I'm going to lose that plus 17. That's just killing me just thinking about that, just sitting there right now. And they're holding it for me. Yeah, I absolutely can't play it. Um, so, anyway, other than that, uh, everything went fine. Uh, no heat. Everything was good, but um, waiting to see here in a minute. Hopefully, this is a false alarm, and I can uh, run back in there real quick and play the rest of the shoe. Uh, but right now, I'm just waiting for the meeting to start. So, I'll update you here in a little bit. All right, guys, I'm back. Uh, let me uh, explain what happened here. So... There was an issue at work and I had to take it and that took forever. Uh, it took about an hour and 30 minutes. Uh, so of course I lost my table. Unfortunately, um, very sad, but uh, nothing I can do about it. I uh, just have to uh, move on. So um, we booked that uh, $35 slot win, $600 blackjack win, and I uh, just took the chips with me and then I'll cash them next time I come in. No need to go back in there now after all that. Um, so I'm heading over to another place. Uh, lost a lot of my day by this happening, but um, nothing I can do. So heading to another place and I'll uh, get back to you here in a little bit once I get there and see what happens there. All right guys, uh, not too eventful, but uh, made some decent money. Was in there for about 30 minutes and uh, Ended up ahead $311, so $311 on slot machines in this uh, hole-in-the-wall place in the middle of nowhere. So uh, that's a good win. And uh, moving on to the next spot, it was actually all, almost all, one machine. About 305 of it was one machine. It got like $6 off another machine, uh, but no big deal. Um, it's actually a decent win in only about half an hour. And... Uh, I'm going to go ahead and head toward home. There is a place that if I have my timing right, I should be able to swing by there at the right time where they have a thing going on where you scan your card through the kiosk and you get some kind of a prize or money or something like that. And I'll be going by there anyway. It'll give me a reason to stop by and uh, take a look at what's going on in there and maybe uh, make a little bit of money there as well. So. I'm going to go ahead and do that, and uh, I'll be back with you here in a little bit. All right, guys, I'm back. Uh, went in there and got some free food vouchers for later and uh, a little bit of free play um, and played a little bit and ended up ahead $71. So, you know, um, it all adds up. People often ask me why I'll play a 50-cent machine and then two minutes later I'll play a $15 machine or a $25 machine and uh, go back and forth 50 cents a dollar I play the opportunities that I get if I have an edge I'm playing it it's a $25 table a $100 table a 50 cent machine or a $50 machine if I have the edge on there and especially if I can make money in a reasonable amount of time I don't want to go into a place and play for 10 hours and maybe I'm going to make some money on a machine. 
if it's guaranteed, I'll play the 10 hours. But if it's iffy, I try to stay away from it. I try to get the quick, quick hit and runs on machines, $50, $100, $200, and they add up. And I tell this to people often. They talk about how they want to make all this money. They want to make $10,000 a month. But then they're up $700 or $1,000 at a spot, and they don't leave. Well, $10,000 a month is only a little over $300 a day. If you're making $300 a day on slots or you've been playing blackjack for an hour and a half and you're up four or $500, why not leave? I mean, if you don't care and you, you know it's okay for you to burn a place down because you're never going to be there again, I get it. But if it's local to you and you can come in there and be anonymous and make three, four, five hundred $500 on a machine or on blackjack or on whatever it is, um, I do it. And it adds up. And if you have been listening to this podcast for a while and start adding up my wins, and even, you know, you hear my losses too, but I try to get away with some small wins um, and they add up and they are five figure wins at the end of the month, you know. So um, I guess my advice would be don't look at a small win as a bad win. Any win is good. And uh, 300 and so dollars per day is $9,000 plus a month. So um, if you want to make $100,000 a year doing this and you're making three or $400 a day, that's a good thing. You're on pace. So anyway, um, I'm going to wrap it up for now. If you have any questions or comments, let me know. MWUSA21 at gmail.com. MWUSA21 at gmail.com. I'll see you next time.